On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got the pleasure of talking to Josh Firestone from Bare Bottom. What an awesome conversation. We actually talked about two things that we have never really talked about before on this podcast, which is interesting. It was podcast advertising. It's something that with our brands I've wanted to get into. It's, uh, first of all, great CPMs from what I have seen so far and great results as far as another sort of influencer channel slash, I mean, I wouldn't call it a direct response channel. Uh, Josh gets into the nitty gritty uh, we, you know, we got into a lot of really good details, a really great uh, website that you can use to find the best podcast to actually be on. And then how he actually reaches out to these podcasts and gets top kind of read from them. So not just placing ads on these podcasts, but actually gets them to read really amazing conversation. You guys are going to get a ton out of this one today. Today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand is brought to you by Mindful Marketing. At Mindful Marketing, they use ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook, Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other paid platforms for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to help you build a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. In fact, Mindful Marketing wants to offer you a free e-commerce growth plan that they normally charge $500 for. A recent growth plan customer said, our ROAS tripled overnight after implementing their tactics. These guys are no joke at Mindful Marketing Co. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash grow to claim your free e-commerce growth plan today. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Uh, Today I am really excited. I feel like we have tons of connections with the next guest, Josh Firestone from Bare Bottom. Josh, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Hey, happy to be here. Uh, Yeah, it's funny. We kind of figured out where we were getting this going that we knew a lot of other people uh, kind of in the business. So it's, it's exciting to be on with you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's actually funny that my COO had a conversation with Josh this morning. Little did I know, I don't keep track of other people's schedules in all of our companies, but it was awesome to hear that they had had a conversation this morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to Josh too. So I'm really looking forward to uh, getting into this. So Josh, for people who don't know anything about you or Bare Bottom, can you just give us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I'm Josh Firestone. I'm the CMO at Bare Bottom Clothing. We are a men's apparel brand where we are completely detailed see we run a shopify store we have versatile uh casual and kind of athleisure wear for guys big part of our brand is also our giving back uh partnerships so we have a one-for-one program across our store for every product that we sell we donate currently a meal uh, to a child in india where most of our clothing is produced Awesome. Awesome. I really like that. I like that idea, uh, especially of choosing something that actually makes sense with your brand, especially if you are producing over in India. I feel like that is such a great idea. I'd love to hear a little bit about how you guys get started, a little bit about the journey of Bare Bottom. Yeah. So the company actually was started by a friend of mine. His name is Robert. Uh, and he started it really kind of in high school, growing up in the in the Tampa area where we're located now. That's kind of where the idea started. He just couldn't find shorts that he liked that were comfortable for a good price in stores. And at the time, this is about 2012, there were very few online stores that kind of had men's clothes, like young adult stuff that was directed to consumers that you could find. So that's kind of where the idea started. He had traveled to Bangladesh with his father uh, one summer and kind of saw 
the poverty around a lot of the areas where things were being made. And when he asked them what they needed, people said, you know, we need, we need jobs and uh, clothes. Uh, that, that's, mm. you know, uh, six, seven years ago. And when that kind of got coupled with, with this idea of having his own brand, you know, just making clothes for himself that his friends would also like, that's where kind of Bare Bottoms started. And it was really just shorts. And for each pair we would sell, one would go to a child there, kind of in the areas near the factory to help people, families there, the community. And that, so that really took off in, uh, like out of a dorm room in, in college. And I was a roommate with his brother. That's where we met. And I was an advertising major, really interested in just e-commerce and anything advertising. And I would see his stuff and I would pretty much just DM him on Instagram and say, Hey, saw what you're posting. I think you should try this. Maybe check this out. And I kind of bothered him, I'd say for probably six months and just bother him until he's like, okay, yeah. you think you can do it? Why don't you join? And, uh, been doing that for the last, you know, five years. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So talk to me because it doesn't sound like you guys are doing that same sort of program now. Where was that switch? Because uh, that is like the Tom's model, right? Like the give one, buy one, give one sort of model. When did all of that switch for you guys? And talk to me about, you know, what that was like. I can't imagine the meetings that you guys had. I'm trying to figure out sort of the direction uh, to go there. Can you walk me through that a bit, Josh? Yeah. So if you think about kind of what we were doing there, the whole point is to help the communities that are helping us build our, our brand. And yeah. what would happen is as we grow, that scale would keep growing. So it went from, you know, a couple hundred shorts to like hundreds of thousands of pairs of shorts. And then that kind of went all the way up until right before the pandemic and the, the lockdowns. And then with supply chains and the, the way things were, it was harder to make these donations. So we decided what's another way we can give back. And, you know, we were able to establish a connection with producers for uh, protecting equipment and there was a big need at the time in Tampa. So we're like, okay, we've been helping people where we produce things. Now we can help people where our headquarters are. So we kind of shifted during COVID and donated around like, I think 270,000 masks to the uh, first responders and schools and charities in the area around Tampa. And then as we were shifting back out of when the need for masks kind of started to go, go down, or as we thought it was going down, you know, a couple months ago, we kind of went back to square one and thought, how can we really make an impact with the scale we're at now outside of clothing? Because we really want to give, you know, the idea of giving sustainably. And you see that with Tom's too. Now they, have, they yeah. give in all sorts of ways. Yeah. And so we found uh, this organization called Akshara Patra, and they're the biggest non-government charitable charitable organization in, in India. And they give, you know, millions of meals to children all across India. It's, you know, it's a, a nutritious school meal that we found that we could really partner with them and, and help make an impact there. So that's been, you know, it's been awesome working with them. And we've been hearing a lot, a lot of good stuff. Awesome. Josh, let's get into marketing a little bit here. Uh, we are in, we're recording this in October of 2021. Uh, you know, we haven't quite hit that holiday rush yet. We're kind of in that pre-holiday time right now. Uh, 2021 has been brutal for a lot of brands. It is not been a good year uh, for D2C comparatively to 2020. Walk me through what you guys are doing right now. What's working for you? What's not? I'd love to hear a little bit, especially from from a, another CMO. Yeah, great question. And you know, everyone asks, is asking everyone else that as well. Really working on diversifying outside of Facebook. We were thinking about it, you know, for the last two years, and it was something we, you know, we we always were kind of skeptical of Facebook, and we knew at some point it was going to not be the mammoth that you know it's been for a while. We're leaning hard into podcasting, into Twitter, into partnerships, into working with influencers directly on these platforms to reach people kind of more personally. Can we uh, can also, we break down a couple a couple of those, Josh? Because I I'd really like yeah. to. I'd, I'd love to get into totally. into both of those, the, the first two that you talked about right away, podcasting and Twitter. Walk me through what is your strategy with podcasting? What, what does that exactly look like? 
Yeah. So when it comes to podcasts, we really started by asking our friends and, our, and asking customers kind of what they listen to. And then what we'll do is reach out to these networks, kind of see, you know, the, the demographics and the information they can provide. Because unlike Facebook and these other platforms, you can't just, you know, open up a self-serve platform. You know, that's starting to happen now to get the analytics you need to really see if it's a good fit. And I think it's, it's a lot of testing. It's a lot of trial and error using codes, using unique links, using UTM codes to try to figure out what works. It's not going to be as direct as Facebook is. I think those days are gone for now. So what kind of costs are you seeing right now? And, and how are you like, so you're measuring it with coupon codes, right? With with discount codes or Correct. unique links. Like you do like barebottom.com slash, you know, say it's Freakonomics Freak, right? Or something mm-hmm. something like that. You're measuring it like based on landing page. Is that right? Am I getting along the right the right path of like how you're trying to actually measure how these customers actually behave? Yeah, so we actually use a, a tool called Pod Sites, which has been super helpful for us. And that, in addition to tracking things like landing pages and code usages uh, and like uh, post cost, post uh, purchase surveys, which are super helpful for us, Pod Sites allows us to, to track visitors, add to carts, cool. impressions, frequency, all these types of things that you might have only seen on digital platforms. Awesome. Uh, the more that podcasting is getting, you know, bigger and bigger, there are these kind of software tools out there to actually help us track. And it's so interesting because we went from having this like incredibly granular look at the customer journey before and not really even believing it, right? Like, like it was like, you know, post iOS 14.5, no one believed any of Facebook's results, right? It was like, well, I don't actually think that you're pushing all of this business. And now it's like the opposite where you're like, gotta be pushing more of the business than they're saying, right? And then you get back into old school. And I've talked about this on the podcast lots. My first business that I owned was a Taco Del Mar restaurant. It was a chain restaurant. And we, you know, the only way that we could track people is by coupon code. That's it. You go in a specific area, you'd put a specific coupon code out there and it was all mail, right? So then they would actually bring the coupon in and that's how you track things. I got to say it worked pretty well, right? Mm. Very similar to to what we're talking about with podcasts. So let's talk about how, how again, because I want to kind of reiterate that point, how you choose what podcast to actually advertise on. Because it's not like you're just going to go on to like, you know, CNN's daily news and think that that's going to hit your target demo. Like how are you choosing these podcasts and what does that process actually look like to get your ads on these podcasts? Yeah, so we have a good idea of our customer, you know, age range, uh, gender, uh, what, the, what their interests are. Uh, for example, sports we know is, is a big one for us. So that's why we work with a lot of sports podcasts. Also with Podsite, you're able to see what other brands are using, kind of which publishers they're working with. So that's another huge way to kind of just see, you know, where are they looking for customers and, and working off of that. And then Every podcast we work with, we'll, we'll do a trial always. And we'll try to do at least three reads or, you know, three episodes with anyone we work with because you really need to get that that frequency up. Uh, you know, one-off isn't really going to push anything, push a needle. But, yeah. you know, cast a wide net, test a couple shows, and then we go from there and uh, check the surveys, check the visits, see the, the coupon codes. It's When you come down, when you break it down, it's pretty simple. Yeah, you have <laughs> it to totally is to simple. <laughs> You've you got to take that risk, which is, you know, that's just part of how, how it's going to work now. So, Josh, walk me through what that the actual actual processes though like are you emailing these podcasts like we we have sponsors on our podcast oh, okay. uh, I, I don't even i don't even know who our, our november sponsor is this will probably come out in november but we have we have sponsors all the time they directly reach out to us we tailor something specifically for them are you going through like a third party intermediary i really i want people to understand like how do uh-huh. i get into podcast advertising you know if i'm going to take 10k of my monthly budget from facebook and move it over to podcast how do i do it yeah that's a good question it definitely takes time we just directly reach out to the, the publishers. So, you know, if it's Freakonomics, I would just Google Freakonomics uh, publisher. I think it's NPR. And then I would just go, you know, NPR contact and fill out a form. And that's really the way that we've done it. 
it, you got to be flexible. Every publisher works differently. And, you know, the way they're doing billing or the way they do uh, pricing or how the reads are structured, it does take a, a pretty serious time commitment, which is something that took us some adjustment to get used to, uh, for sure. We're, you know, usually we're just placing media. So this is yeah. very different. Yeah. Absolutely. One one question I've got for you, Josh, did you ever look into any of the self-serve platforms? Like I know one out there is Choosel. They'll allow you to audience demo some of these placements, but that's your own ad read that you're using. You're not doing a podcaster mm-hmm. ad read. Have you A-B tested either one of those? Yeah, so we did it with NPR, which it's not a self-serve platform, but it is, it's not what they call it. A host read would be when the host reads the ad and then the, yep. you know, the placed read is from us. We did that with them. And then uh, more on the self-serve side was the, the Spotify one that's pretty new. And you can yes. place ads in all sorts of Spotify uh, podcasts. We, you know, from what we've seen is the host reads perform way better. We, we have a, you know, a physical product to clothing. We can find hosts that we think would really like our stuff. And when we send it to them and they do, that personal endorsement just goes way further than something from us. And we see that on our site with with the reviews. So we're trying to mimic that experience with a host. So we, we've done the A-B test and it just way outperformed to have the host read it and it be more direct. Yeah. I mean, I have, there's like almost no doubt. I'm sure anybody listening is like, yeah, of course. But the lazy part of <laughs> yeah. all of us is like, no, I just want to go to a self-serve platform, throw my ads in there and then work because that's what we've been used to after, you know, for the last eight to 10 years where it's just like, set it, forget it, change up creative every once in a while. Well, okay, we're good to go. Whereas this is a little different, mm-hmm. right? This is a little bit more of like, I would almost, I'm, I'm thinking who at our companies I would task with a job like this. And to me, it would be more like on the influencer side, right? Like the people who are actually working with those direct relationships with people. Is, is that kind of how you guys have things set up uh, over at Bare Bottom? Right now I'm, I'm doing it. We have a, we have a small team here. So that's, you know, as we grow, hopefully we'll have someone who can help us kind of really focus on it and, and spend more time to, to grow the program. And that, that'd be awesome. But you know, that's where we're at now. I, it, it helps because I'm, I'm also working on the Facebook side. So I try to couple the, the messaging together and try to use kind of this direct response media, the Google ads and Facebook ads as a way to kind of get that, that final part of the funnel from someone who might hear us on a podcast. So I try to maybe yeah. build audiences around the podcast so that you'll hear about it, but you're not taking the action there. You'll take the action when you see the physical product. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's super smart. You talked a little bit about Twitter there. I wouldn't mind getting into Twitter just a little bit. What are you guys doing over on Twitter? What What's working? Yeah, so Twitter, we're, we're finding really, you know, I think they're pretty cheap CBMs and, and high click rates, but but the bounces have been high. Um, and I think that's kind of what we would see earlier when we would try like things like Snapchat or, or TikTok, these platforms that don't have as much data as what Facebook has, so that you're getting wider yeah. audiences. And the messaging is different too. So, you know, we try to fit in the feed better. It's way simpler than what we would do on Facebook. Very short things and, and try to show the product. And again, targeting to the podcast listeners or targeting to uh, uh, lookalike audiences, which usually is what performs the best. Okay, gotcha. For us right now. And again, this is just Twitter's self-serve platform that you're using. You're just doing some audience targeting, some lookalike targeting. Twitter, you're able to upload yeah. customer match lists as well. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, I mean, th- those are two new places that I hope that people as they're going into the holiday season as well, start thinking about obviously with, you know, unless you're doing like Spotify ads or those, those sort of self-serve platforms, you're probably not going to be able to hit that before the holiday season, but maybe this is a Q1, Q2 initiative that you can start thinking 
thinking about start thinking about how you can start diversifying your advertising, right? And diversifying even your influencer marketing, right? I think it's really, really important to be able to diversify across all of them. Guys, if you've been spending, you know, 50 to 100K a month on Facebook, just take some of that and go try it somewhere else, right? Like there's always other channels out there. So Josh, this has been like really, really helpful. I'm going to ask you the question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Yeah, in my opinion, it's just it's locking in repeat customers and thinking about the customer journey through the post-purchase journey, not just the acquisition funnel. And that's helped us build. That's helped us stay resilient through the last you know six months. And we'll just continue to, to build on that. Can you walk me through, sorry, I've been getting you to walk me through a lot of stuff today, Josh. Can you walk me through what mm-hmm. your post-purchase journey looks like, how you're able to nurture those repeat visits? Because I'm with you, man. Those are That is where the money is made, right? Is on the second, third, fourth sale. W- walk me through what your nurture, your nurture sequence or your nurture whatever looks like. Yeah, so uh, you know, a handful of email flows that are, that are post-purchase that we, we spend a lot of time kind of A-B testing. So different cross-sells to kind of like, you know, complete your look after you purchase just a, a product uh, in addition to a, ref- a customer referral program to engage new customers through uh, the ones that we've acquired and, and who love our stuff in addition to coupons for leaving a, a review. So we've, we've seen adding that, that coupon incentive and giving it like a time frame. Like, you know, if you leave a review in the next week, but if you leave a review the next week, you'll have, a, you know, 30 days to use a coupon for your next order. And uh, when people purchase within a month twice, you know, you know, they really like your stuff and, and they're going to come back for more and we'll read every review, you know, especially the bad ones. We're, we're going to read it and yeah. we'll put that into the product and then we'll reiterate that to the customer and we'll be, you know, we'll show reviews and say, look what you, what you guys said. And we made a new version. We, we made these upgrades, check out this product. And I think customers love feeling like they're part of creating the products with us. That's awesome. That's great. I remember back when I was first getting into product development and then going to some of the like Amazon gurus at the time, this is probably like 2011, 2012, that sort of time where that was one of the, like the easiest ways to start to make a good product is you look at, you know, whatever niche you want to get into, you look at that product and you look at thousands of reviews and you don't look at the five stars, you look at the, you know, three, four stars and see what they want, right? And then you just, you know, kind of skyscraper that product. Essentially, you take the good things about it and tweak it and then boom, you've got a product. So similar with your own brand, you can do that, guys, right? You didn't create the best product on day one. And if you did, incredible, congratulations, <laughs> but you probably didn't. So listening to your customers on that is so important. Josh, I've got three, I've got three more questions questions for you here. I I hope you are ready for these. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So first question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? So it's actually pod sites, which I mentioned earlier, and we, we covered kind of just being able to see what other brands are using on, on podcasts and be able to track kind of your, your performance has been super helpful for us. That's awesome. I already wrote that down. I, I rarely ever actually write anything down while I'm doing a podcast, but already <laughs> pod sites I've got in there. I think that it's an awesome idea. I hope that you guys go check out pod sites. Uh, seems like the perfect sponsor for Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. So pod sites, oh, come, yeah. uh, come sponsor us here. Josh, yeah. second question for you. Uh, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? So podcasts I listen to are pretty much all sports or comedy related. So I'm a big you know part of my take guy. I don't know if that's very helpful for, for e e-commerce companies, but you do get to listen to some other podcast reads, which which might help you. Yeah. Yeah. There's always like relaxing and not being <laughs> obsessed with business all the time. I mean, no one, like you got to have a life too. That's fair. <laughs> so 
Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Last question for you, Josh. Uh, if you could sit down with anybody for an hour, they have to be alive. You can have whatever you want with them. You can have a cigar if you want or some coffee, tea. You can have scotch. Whatever it is that you want to have with them, you get an hour of their time uh, and I'm going to give it to you. Who is it? Whew. So many good choices here. I'd say it's going to be a basic answer, but I'm going to say Elon Musk. Okay. Why? Yeah, I just want to understand how he manages his time because it is just so interesting to me. That's a good, yeah, that's a really good point. I've never thought about that. Like, how do you get all of that stuff done within a 24-hour day, right? If we're all given the same amount of time. Maybe he has figured out, I've been obsessed with time lately uh, and how it works and and maybe he's figured it out. So that would be a great (laughs) conversation to have with him. (laughs) Josh, thanks so much for being on the podcast. This was absolutely great. Where can people find out uh, and connect with you and Bare Bottom? Yeah, so we're at uh, barebottomclothing.com. That's bear, like the animal, it's B-E-A-R. And you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, I guess, or my website, joshfirestone.com, right there, all my info. So feel free to say hi. (laughs) Awesome. Josh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Great to be here. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.